Incredible. So powerful to hear those stories, to hear those testimonies. And I want to add my welcome to you on our 30th anniversary. This is a really, really special time for us to celebrate together. I want to share briefly, and then we're going to just keep worshipping and praising God tonight as well. I remember uh, when I started on team here at Bridgman back in 2004 as a pastoral intern, Alec really kindly found a photo of me back then to put in the newsletter. Thanks, Alec, for doing that, uh, which you might see there. Um, but I remember when we started, my wife Andrea and I, um, God gave us the verse at the time from John 4 verse 38 that says these words. It says, I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. And I remember at the time, we were so aware of those who had gone before in laying a foundation of faith, which was enabling the blessing of God to be poured out. And on this 30th anniversary, I want to once again express our deep thanks and appreciation as a church to those who have gone before. We uh, want to give much thanks um, tonight for Pastor Peter and Marie who are here, uh, along with the founding couples who are still part of this church here, Mal and Kathy, John and Narelle, part of those six couples sent out from Ashgrove. Um, but they were, they were big steps of faith, lots of sacrifice, pouring out your lives, and thanks for your example. Um, thanks for um, your heart to see the kingdom of God go forward. And so church, can we thank um, Pastor Peter and Marie tonight? We are blessed. And for all those in those early days, in fact, at the Aspley Hornets Football Club, the Albany Creek High School, um, church is fun. When you're setting up and packing down every week, I want to tell you, and you don't have facilities yet, um, but to all those in those early days who sowed in faith, served, kept turning up week after week, have been a huge part of the blessing of, that God has poured out. And when we came to do our history booklet, um, as you've would have got, hopefully got a copy of this um, as you came in. If not, make sure you grab one of these. Um, we, were, we were talking around what to, not the theme should be for this 30th anniversary, what to call this book. And we settled on the, the theme of pressing on, which is captured by Paul's words in Philippians 3 verse 14. It says this, he says these words, he says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. The reason we thought this was so appropriate was because our story, the story of this church, God's story of this church really has been a story of pressing on. It's been a story of many people over many years now making a commitment to press on year after year, serving faithfully, often in the background, um, turning up week after week, running kids programs, um, vacuuming auditoriums, cleaning toilets, weeding gardens, stacking chairs, seeking to love others well and to forgive and to show grace. And underlying all of this, uh, a deep desire to hear God's voice, what He is saying to us, and then to step forward in, in obedience and in faith and to keep doing this again and again and again. And I know that pressing on, it's, it's not the most exciting, visionary sort of theme or title. I'm so aware of that. But I want to tell you that this heart, a heart of pressing on, a heart of persevering faith, if you look throughout the Bible, it is this heart that God loves to bless. He really does. It enables him to be able to pour out his spirit so that many lives can be transformed and blessed. A little while back, I came across another history booklet of another church. Um, and this booklet here is actually was actually printed in 19. 19- 
12, a church here in Brisbane. So this booklet is 110 years old. If you want to have a close look at it afterwards, you're welcome to do that. It's actually amazing. It's been beautifully printed and all photos and everything in there. Um, This church, when they printed this, was actually celebrating their 50th anniversary, their Jubilee anniversary. So this church, this year, exactly this year, um, it was started in 1862, it would be celebrating 160 years. So that's a, a bit of history there. 30 years old, we are just warming up. I want to tell you that. We are just starting. Um, but in 1862, I want to tell you the story of this church just briefly tonight. Um, this story begins with a group of people meeting in, um, in a, a, a guy's house in 1861. It was the house of a man by the name of Mr. Thomas Sands. He presided at a meeting. The history is all recorded here in the book. At the meeting was present um, Mr. James Burt, Mr. John Bale, Mr. Thomas Charles, Mr. Thomas Price Sr., Mr. Thomas Watson, and Mr. Thomas Sands. Confusing meeting. Thomas, what did you say again? I don't know. That's a lot of Thomases in that meeting. They met to talk and pray about the possibility of starting a Baptist church in Brisbane in Fortitude Valley, to be precise. At this meeting, they made a decision. The decision was made to approach a man called Mr. John Kingsford, who was a successful businessman, and they approached him to say, would you consider leaving your work to to come and be the pastor of this new church plant? And the church they decided was to be called Jireh Baptist after God's name, one of the names for God in Scripture, Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. They believed that God would provide all of their needs. Now, I want to give you the context here. Brisbane in 1862 was not quite like Brisbane today. We've got a photo, in fact, I think, to give you a bit of an idea of what Brisbane looked like in 1862. There were um, around 7,000 people living in Brisbane. There was no um, proper roads, no running water. An assortment of scattered small wooden houses is the description given to Brisbane in 1862. If you know your history... Um, Queensland was settled as a penal colony by John Oxley in 1824 and then in 1842 they actually allowed free settlement in Brisbane before they closed it as a penal colony and then here we are, so it was 1842, in 1862, so very early on in the history of this city of Brisbane, Jaira Baptist Church was founded. They began first meeting in a school, like our story, they didn't have a church building, They met in the School of Arts building in Queen Street, which is still there. They began plans almost immediately to build a building for them to meet in. They did the the cost estimate on that and um, the cost estimate came back at £2,000, which in 1862 was a colossal sum of money. Huge, especially for this small group of people that were praying around this. So this huge task ahead of them would have been the equivalent of around over half a million dollars today for this small group of people. It must have seemed impossible for them at the time. They believed, though, that God was their Jehovah Jireh. They pressed forward in faith and a year later... A year after that first meeting in Thomas Sands' house, a new church building was completed with a seating capacity of 300 people, which is a pretty big auditorium in a town of 7,000 people, I want to tell you. God had truly provided what they needed. The pastor that they had called, John Kingsford, he had a heart for mission and evangelism. He wanted to see this young settlement of Brisbane, this brand new, just newly formed state of Queensland, reached with the good news of the gospel. And so as a church, they began looking at opportunities to plant churches, to start more churches, to see the kingdom of God go forward and people hear the good news about Jesus. A verse that was significant to them as a church um, is written in here, Isaiah 54.2, 
One that was significant for them was lengthen thy cords, strengthen thy stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. A verse which has been significant in our journey as a church as well. So Jireh began planting churches. And over the next several decades, they planted five churches. Windsor Road Baptist, um, Albion Baptist, Nunda Baptist, which is now northeast. A church, at Tuong Baptist as well, Norman Park Church. And then um, in 1978, after 116 years of faithful ministry, people at that time were moving out of the city to the suburbs and they closed down as a church. But even when they closed down, they sold their property to, to start one more church, a sixth church, which is Centenary Baptist Church over in Middle Park. And I love the heart of Gyro Baptist Church. May we have a heart like that as well to keep reaching out to many. And uh, to think of the impact of it. But the story doesn't end there for Jireh because those churches that they planted then went on to plant their own churches. So I want you to see the multiplication here. Albion Baptist planted Gordon Park Baptist, which is now City North Baptist. They also helped establish Stafford Heights Baptist just near us. And then South Pine Baptist down the road here as well. And Nunda Baptist, which they planted um, planted Banyo Baptist and Windsor Road Baptist, which they'd started, planted Ashgrove Baptist. And so now, if you do the multiplication, Jira Baptist, this little church back in 1862, had now been multiplied through its daughter and granddaughter churches to include 10 different churches across Brisbane, which is amazing. But it doesn't stop there. It keeps multiplying because Ashgrove Baptist planted the Gap Baptist in 1959 and finally, Ashgrove Baptist planted, you guessed it, Bridgman Baptist Community Church in 1992. And so now Jira had been a part of seeing five daughter churches, five granddaughter churches, and two great-granddaughter daughter churches planted. And what an incredible impact for the kingdom of God. And the reason I wanted to tell you the story of Jira Baptist It's because it is an example of the blessing that comes through pressing on, through pressing on in persevering faith. Because here we are 160 years later, thanks to a group of men who met in that house of Thomas Sands and prayed and believed in faith that Jesus' heart was to see this little new settlement of Brisbane, this new state of Queensland, reach with the good news of Jesus. They longed for this to take place. They had a vision of generations to come to to encounter this good news of Jesus. They believed that God was their Jehovah Jireh, that he would provide everything they needed. And they devoted themselves. They made a commitment to say, God, we want to partner with you in your kingdom work. We want to give generously to see that building established. They had to give generously. They served sacrificially. They laid down their lives for the sake of the gospel. That John um, Kingsford, he left his work to press on because he wanted others to hear the good news of the gospel. Now, I don't know about you, but I think this is an incredibly inspiring story to hear that, to hear the impact that they have had. And even more significantly for me personally is the fact that the man who hosted that first meeting, Mr. Thomas Sands, he actually happens to be my great, great, great grandfather. Don't you think that is amazing to think all that way back, the impact? And when I found this out, I was thinking to myself as I was writing this message, I am 100% sure that My great-great-great-grandfather, Thomas Sands, had no idea that when he hosted a prayer meeting in his house in 1861, 
that here I would be standing 160 years and five generations later witnessing the blessing of God in Bridgman Downs and beyond, right across this city and beyond. And I think that is amazing. The power of prayer meetings. I want to tell you, you don't want to miss a prayer meeting. You never know the fullness. When we pray, I want to tell you when we pray, God moves in power. We have no idea the fullness of what, it, what takes place in the spiritual realm as we pray together. But this is a story of the power of persevering faith. Because when we commit to persevering in faith, God is able to come and then do his immeasurably more. And the good news is the story doesn't end there either because as a church, we have had a heart to plant churches. In 2005, Dion Church was planted with Billy and Vicky. In 2007, the Grove Church planted with Marty and Leanne. 2013, Hope Community Church planted with Dan and Liz. 2018, Bridgman City Church planted with Pastor Matt and Gemma. And we believe in faith that there are some more church plants yet to come. Amen. We are excited and praying into that as well. So the kingdom impact of this church just keeps multiplying and growing and expanding. And I love this truth. The pressing on, pressing on as Paul said. This is how Paul puts it in Philippians 1 verse 6. He says, I am certain... That God who began the good work within you will continue his work. I love this. Paul makes it clear. It's not our work. It's not our church. It is his work and his church. He will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And you need to know something about God. He always finishes what he starts. He always does. And he's faithful to every promise. And yes, Jesus is coming soon. But he hasn't come yet. And the reason for that is because there is more yet that God longs to do. And we read in the scriptures, the reason he has not yet come is because God longs that not one person would miss out on hearing the good news, discovering, encountering the good news of life in Jesus. And we've heard some amazing stories about that tonight. And if you're here tonight and you have not yet encountered his love and grace, as you heard Sarah and Carly talk about, tonight I want to tell you you could know that this very night you could come to him and say Jesus I want to know you personally the scripture says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved and you could do that this very night as we give thanks for what God has done over 30 years but his promise is that he will finish the work that he has begun his work that there is more he wants to do so here's our call tonight church on our 30th anniversary It is this, it is to commit to pressing on. That is our response tonight. We want to commit to saying, Lord Jesus, we're going to press on in faith. We're going to believe there's more yet that you want to do. We're going to commit to turning up again and and serving faithfully and loving others well also. And in a moment, we're going to sing a song of response and then we're going to just keep worshipping God some more tonight. We're going to invite the band to come out here. But down the front, We actually have some little slips of paper down here and it's got a prayer on it. And on that slip of paper, it has this. It has 30th anniversary prayer of commitment. And these are the words on this little card, this little slip of paper. It says, on this 30th anniversary, with God's help and in partnership with His church, I commit to pressing on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. In the confidence that he who began this good work within me will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ returns. 
And if you're here tonight, you're saying, God, you know what? I want to commit tonight to pressing on afresh. Jesus hasn't come yet or He hasn't called you home because you're here with us tonight. And that means that God longs for us to keep persevering in faith, to keep looking to Him. Maybe for some of you have come tonight and it's been a bit of a tough journey that you've been in the midst of. Maybe there's been thoughts that have come through your mind. You know, Lord, I don't know if I can keep doing this journey. Or maybe something He's called you to and you're thinking, Lord, I don't know if I can keep doing this anymore. Well, hear God's Word to you this morning that He who started that work, He who started that work, He will be faithful. And He will see you through right to the end because God always finishes what He started. And you can trust Him. And our call as followers of Jesus to keep pressing on until Jesus comes again or until he calls us home. And when we get to heaven, we're going to get to hear some of the stories. Um, Like Thomas Sands this week, one of our men in our church here, Paul MacArthur, passed away. He was an amazing example of this truth of pressing on in faith. He had a big impact among many men in this church. He had a heart to see the gospel encounter many lives. He had a heart because he'd encountered the grace of God in his own life in a, in a powerful, powerful way. He had a heart to see the kingdom of God go to the ends of the earth. He actually grew up in a missionary family. And he would come and he would serve around the church here and share with others. Um, through some of his vocational experience, he actually helped us enormously when we were building this church building. We had to get some help with our sewerage system. It wasn't all connected up properly at the time. And he would come here all all hours of the day and night and he would come and he would empty out our sewage tank none of you probably had any idea about that but Paul would come and he'd humbly do it and in the background and he did it because he believed in the power of the gospel and he believed in in the significance the impact of Jesus' church as well being his hands and feet the body of Christ and he loved to come and to serve and to bless and to turn up and to press on in faith and just this week he's gone he was called home, gone to be home in glory with, with Jesus. But now um, he is up there and he can testify to this truth that it's, it's all worth it. If he was here tonight, he'd, he wouldn't tell you. In fact, he's cheering you on with all the saints who have gone before tonight saying it's all worth it. Keep pressing on in faith. Keep pressing on in faith because God longs to pour out his blessing. So I'm going to pray. And then we're going to sing. And down the front here are these little cards of commitment. If tonight you're saying, yeah, Lord, I commit to pressing on. Come, take one of these cards as your personal response. And then we're going to worship together tonight. Let me lead us in prayer. In fact, why don't we stand as we do that now? Lord Jesus, we are so blessed to know you, Lord. So blessed to be part of your kingdom plans and purposes. Thanks for the testimony, Lord, we've heard tonight of this truth, Lord, your promise that you will build your church and nothing can stand against it. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done over this last 30 years. So many lives impacted and transformed. So many miracles, Lord, that have taken place. And, and Lord, at the heart of that has been a group of people, many people, in fact, who have just said yes to pressing on in faith. Even when it's been tough or challenging, Lord, through the tough times and the good times, just keep trusting you, Lord. Keep looking to you. Keep seeking to follow you humbly. Keep listening to your voice, stepping forward in obedience. And so, Lord, tonight on this 30th anniversary, once again, we want to commit to pressing on until you come again or till you call us home. And we know, Lord, that in that moment, we'll know it's all been worth it. We hear the words, your words, well done, good and faithful servant. The words that Paul has heard this very week, Lord, 
may we be counted among those as well, Lord. And through this, we pray that you would pour out the blessing of your Holy Spirit, we pray. Many, many more would come into your kingdom. More churches planted, Lord. More multiplications, moments that have an opportunity to say yes to you, to call upon your name. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing this great song that talks about... Um, that the saints that have gone before, that it's all worth it in the end. And so we respond in that. And you feel free just to come, take one of these cards if you want to respond tonight as well and say, yes, Lord, I'm, I'm, I want to be counted among those stepping forward, pressing on in faith. Let's worship him together, church. How I long to breathe the air of heaven Where pain is gone Mercy fills the street to look upon the one who bled to save me and walk with him for all eternity. You sing it out.
his glory. Lord Jesus, I too want to pray tonight on this occasion, a prayer that we have prayed since the very beginning of this church. And we cry out again, Lord, for a reviving move of your Holy Spirit across this community, across this city, across our nation and to the ends of the earth, Lord, we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, move in power. Oh, Lord, you've done so many amazing things, Lord, but we know there's more yet, Lord. And so we pray, come, bring revival. May people flood into your kingdom, we pray. May this community be transformed, this city transformed, we pray. In this season ahead, Lord, we are longing and praying with faith for more blessing to be poured out. And so, Lord, we pray this again in faith tonight, Lord, knowing that you are stirring, that you are moving, great, great God. And so pour out your blessing, we pray in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. We're going to keep worshipping tonight. We're just going to give thanks to God. If you would like to be prayed for in this time, this is a chance just to be ministered to. Our pastors will be down the front here, some of our prayer team. As we just keep worshipping God tonight for a little bit longer, come down the front. We'd love just to minister to you, to pray for you. We're a praying church. If you've got a need tonight, come on this 30th anniversary. If you don't yet know Jesus, come and talk to us. We'd love to pray for you and lead you in that way as well. But we're going to just keep worshipping. The band's going to lead us now. And this is an opportunity for the Spirit of God just to minister among us and for us to pour out our praise to Him tonight, church. Let's do that together. Let's continue to worship Him.
Almighty God, into this presence right now, into this place. And God, we want to take hold of your grace and your mercy afresh tonight. Lord, I pray for chains to be broken on lives, lives striving to impress you, lives striving to try to build an identity. But Jesus, you've called us and you've asked us to rest in Christ and Christ alone. And so Jesus, I pray for those, Lord, that are struggling with that understanding that they can only come just as they are. Well, Lord God, I just pray for each one of us right now, we will take it afresh. Take the grace, receive the mercy. There's only one name, Jesus, Lord God. Oh Lord, keep moving, moving God. You're worthy of all praise. Lord, only you can deal with the soul. Lord, we're praying to another 30 years, Lord. 30 years of faithfulness. 30 years of seeing your glory move, Lord. It's not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so, Father, we surrender. We bow before you. We say, God, come and do what only you can do, Lord. Glory, honour, power, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Come, Spirit of God. Come on, let's keep singing out.
sing it out. You're worthy. You're worthy of From Him. Come on, you keep singing out. You're worthy. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. You're worthy of it all. There's no other name. city, pray over this nation, when we speak the name of Jesus, when we declare the name of Jesus, when we sing the name of Jesus, chains are broken, because it's only Jesus that can set us free, when you pray over your school, your workplace, your university, your family life, your marriage, your relationships. We're asking the Holy Spirit, come and do a work that changes things. Lord God, may we see your Spirit go out from this place and see lives changed. Pray that now. Just begin to clear, declare it.
king of love had given up his life The darkest day in history There on a cross they made for sinners For every curse his blood atoned One final breath and it was finished not the end we could have known For the earth began to shake And the veil was torn What sacrifice was made As the heavens
Do you love Jesus? Come on, if you love Jesus, come on, let's give a shout of praise right now. His word. Come on, let's sing it out again. finish with one last song I believe and it tells about the fact we believe in the power of Jesus do you believe in the power of Jesus do you believe there's a power to see lives transform come on let's do that
Father, we just thank You for uh, the celebration we've had today to uh, just, just to remember and to thank You for all that You've done, great God. I'm reminded, Lord, just Your Word is so powerful. Uh, I just wanna read this, Lord. Just let us come before Him with thanksgiving. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In His hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to Him. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands form the dry land. For He is our God and we are His people. Great God, it is so awesome to know that we can know You personally, that we can have a relationship with You and that You wanna use us to send us out to make a difference in the world around us, great God. We honour You tonight, we praise You tonight. We look forward to the next 30 years of all that You wanna do in this suburb and beyond, great God, we pray. So Lord, come by the power of Your Holy Spirit. We've prayed for revival for many years. And we just pray again that You might revive our nation, oh God, that You might bring an awakening that we so desperately need, sweeping through our schools, sweeping through our universities, sweeping through our workplaces and neighbourhoods, oh God. We invite You to come, Holy Spirit, come and do a work that only You can do. Oh Father, I think we're just gonna worship You one more time. Let's do it one more time. King. We want to see Your glory. We want to see Your glory poured out in Your precious Name. Amen. All God's people said actually. Amen. 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 So good to have you here tonight. Uh, now, may God use you this week, whatever you're doing. May God use you powerfully. Uh, feel free to go outside, grab some dinner and free cake. Sorry, I might have mentioned that earlier. It's free. That's right. The love language of uni students. All right. Free. Uh, don't go and do that. God bless you. Have an awesome week. We'll see you soon.